All right, I'm going to try this again. Welcome, Remnant Warriors. Thank you guys for tuning in this live stream. Just wanted to catch you guys up on the latest and the greatest, what's been going on, what we've been up to, what God has been up to. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for those that told me on the last broadcast that there was no sound. Hopefully there's sound now. Uh, all kinds of weird stuff happens when you do lives these days. Um, so I just got back from Dallas, Texas. Thank you, Lord. Uh, he opened a door for us to be on a show. And uh, we're going to have more details about that uh, coming soon. I'll post the show once it's once it's up. And uh, it was powerful. The Lord met us in that studio. Really felt the presence of God. We were just in the flow of the Spirit, guys. And just talking about what God has been up to. And I've been telling people what, what He has been up to is amazing. Um, you know, everywhere we go, we're, we're seeing God move and that is just exciting. It's really honestly and truly unlike anything I have, uh, have I seen in, in all the years of ministry where the Lord has been moving in such a powerful way. We're feeling an outpouring of his spirit and, uh, we're truly, uh, believing that this is the beginning of a move in our nation, like a revival. And so it's exciting. Uh, we, we talked about a little bit for those that watched the 4th of July, let freedom ring that was hosted by Kenta candy christmas pastors Kenta candy and a bunch of us were there and um, we really felt the presence of god that day many of you guys have said that you've watched that and i, I really believe that was the beginning there was something significant about that uh but you know it's been going on uh, even before that uh but i think what that was was like a bunch of remnant people from all around the country that got together and you know there was a word released uh, pastor kent talked about a new sound and I've been experiencing that new sound, that flow, that presence of the Lord. And like I said, we've been seeing people touched uh, yesterday. So we did, we were in Dallas, we filmed that show. But then uh, during the evening time, we met with some pastors, some local Dallas area pastors. And uh, just were sharing with them what God has been doing as we've been going around the nation. And uh, different, different things that we've seen where he's been healing people. Uh, I recall recently we were at a, a place where a man, he said his hearing was healed. Uh, he, he said he had problems for years with hearing and that his hearing was healed. Uh, you know, we laid hands on him. There was a woman that was, uh, that was, that was dealing with cancer and we prayed over her and she felt cancer leave her body. And, uh, you know, we're just thankful that God is just moving. There was many people that have gotten saved. Um, so anyway, we've just been seeing some beautiful testimonies where the Lord has been moving in different ways and really, really beautiful stuff that God is doing where people are getting touched. They're being set free. They're being awakened. Um, they're coming to know Christ for the first time. They're coming out of, you know, a worldly lifestyle. They're coming out of the world and God is delivering people. He's healing them. So this has been encouraging, you know, to see this happening in the midst of everything that's going on, you know, as far as the troubling things that we see, uh, you know, in particular with the, the current administration or quote unquote administration. So some people have been asking me and they're like, you know, Todd, what do you think's going on? Because I know I didn't really get much time to share at the 4th of July. And, you know, many people wanted to really hear a little bit more in depth of kind of what I'm thinking and where we're at. And people have been asking me, do you still think President Trump could get back in? You know, how do you feel about that? There's been some words that have gone around where, some people have said certain things and, and, and people think that I said them. And so I just want to kind of clarify where I'm at and where I've been at. We really haven't changed our position much, uh, but just to clarify, because there gets to be confusion out there and certain people, um, 
you know, they just want to know, like, you know, are you still praying this through? Are you still believing the Lord is going to move? You know, what are you thinking? You know, are, are we in the end times? Is there going to be four years of judgment? Are we going into judgment? You know, different people have been hearing different things and saying different things. And so let me just kind of clarify where I'm at. Um, we're still praying this through. Uh, we felt from the Lord uh, that he, he gave us those words to pray this through. And uh, originally, I had thought that praying it through meant uh, praying it through to the election. Uh, we found out after the election that that's not what God meant. He meant to continue praying. And then, you know, we thought, well, maybe we, you know, it would be until the inauguration. And, um, you know, we, we prayed it through until the inauguration. Then Biden got inaugurated. And then people said, well, are you done praying it through? And uh, I said, no, I'm still praying it through because we haven't felt release of the Lord to stop praying. So, you know, what does that mean? Does that mean, you know, Todd, do you think Trump is going to get in? Is he going to have, you know, reinstated? Well, there is this deep state narrative, and I want to talk to you guys about this, where they're saying Trump is going to be reinstated, you know, like in August, you know, and there's a lot of people that are talking about this and uh, people in our movement are kind of like, you know, buying into this and all that. I, I don't feel that. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, God can do anything. But I think that August date is almost being thrown out there as red meat uh, to this movement so that people have like a date that they then they expect something to happen by that date. And it could be used against us like they did with January 6th. I just want you guys to know that. I think they're teeing up like a, a new narrative. I think they're teeing up a new, um, you know, I don't want to I don't want to say the terms that I would normally say on a Facebook live, but. Um, I think they're they're kind of constructing something so that people think something is going to happen by some specific date, and I think it could cause confusion. I think some people could be let down by it, and I don't feel that that's what God is saying. But you know, it's His timing; it's not ours. So the thing is, is that it could happen in August, and I'm great if that were you know that were to happen. But what I really think in my heart, and I don't know if President Trump is going to be reinstated. We don't know what God is going to do. We don't know how He's going to do it. But what I do think, and we've been praying this, is, is that God is not done here. We feel still strongly that, you know, and when I speak to other remnant people, people that are in the spirit, people that are praying, people that are seeking the Lord about this particular situation and for our nation, the intercessors and the remnant people are still feeling, and I agree with this, and I feel this too, that we're still meant to be praying and we're still holding the line and we're not giving in and we're not giving up. Now, we don't know how God is going to move. I don't know how it's going to all play out. Um, I know there in the, there's tangible things that we can see, like, for instance, the audit in Arizona, where the results are probably going to come out, um, you know, uh, probably towards like the end of July or the early part of August, where we're going to start hearing what happened in Arizona. So probably early August is what I'm thinking on that, from what I've heard from people. Um, so, you know, that's going to be, there's going to be a lot of information that comes out at that point. Uh, we just heard information that, which we had reported a while back, uh, but this is just a confirmation that other states are now looking into doing forensic audits. Uh, we believe that at some point, eventually, we'll see a forensic audit in Georgia and P Pennsylvania and possibly in uh, Wisconsin, possibly in, you know, other states like Minnesota. I mean, it could be you know, multiple, multiple states, uh, Nevada, you know, what they all have, you remember how they all sent those delegates down there to look at what they called the gold standard. And uh, Facebook is looking to censor and take down accounts 
that even talk about this. And we're going to have to be even more careful because they're going to just start taking down accounts that even talk about this, especially uh, as it gets later in the month of July and it gets close to August. So, you know, again, uh, as far as the date, I, get, I always get leery when people try to put a date on something. Um, I, I, I do not believe, I do not believe that we're done. I do not believe we're meant to just stop praying. I really believe in my heart as I've, as I've been spending time with other prayer warriors, intercessors, people that have gone deep in prayer and intercession for our nation, they also feel that we're meant to continue to pray. And these are prominent leaders and prophets and people that I've been around the last couple of weeks. You know, you can kind of guess who some of those people might be. We've had the conversations. We're sharing, you know, what the Lord has been speaking to us. And we still all feel that we're meant to hold the line and continue to pray. Now, here's where I base that from a biblical standpoint, because people say, you know, well, don't give people false hope and, you know, this and that. And there's all these people making accusations against prophets and, you know, all these different things. So I want to be clear. First of all, I'm not saying any of this to attack another pastor, to attack another person that's out there that may be saying something different. You know, they, they have to hear from the Lord. And they're speaking what they're believing that they're hearing. And so I'm not here to attack what they're saying. I'm just sharing with you what I feel that the Lord is speaking to me in my prayer time. So this isn't this isn't like a video that I'm attacking some other minister or I'm attacking some other person or they may have said something differently. And, and you know, that's that's up to them. Like that's between them and, them and God. You know, this is just I'm just sharing with you and the remnant warriors that are on this channel and those that are, you know, in agreement with what we're praying we're believing that what's been done in darkness will be brought to light. That is biblical. There's a biblical, it's a biblical thing. What's been done in darkness will be brought to light. We are believing that God responds to the prayers of the righteous. That's what he says in his word. The faithful, fervent prayers of a righteous man avails much. So we believe that if we faithfully and fervently pray and contend and intercede, now the, the Bible says the faith of a mustard seed can move the mountain. So there's a mountain. And the mountain is, is that we know that there's been a crime committed here. We know that there's been fraud. We know that something has happened and we are upset, discouraged, whatever you want to say. I'm really not discouraged, but we're, we're, we have a righteous anger. That's probably the best way to describe it. We have a righteous anger about what's taken place in our family, in our family. Sorry, I'm reading, I'm reading a comment in our nation. Uh, we have a righteous anger about what's happened in our nation. And, and we believe God is a God of justice. And we believe there's authority in prayer. I believe that when you fast, some, the Bible says some things only through prayer and fasting. So we're contending, we're interceding, we're fasting, we're holding the line, we're believing in faith, we're praying that what's been done in darkness will be brought to light. So that has been my position if you've been following me for a while. And, it, and I, I'm holding the line. I'm, I'm continuing to believe that. Now, people say, well, do you think Trump's going to have a second term? You know, I'm not saying it's thus saith the Lord. But what I feel is, is that, you know, there, God is not done. I feel God is not done in this situation. I can't help but feeling that. I don't know how it's going to play out exactly. Again, it's in God's timing, not our timing, but I know that something nefarious has taken place in my discernment, in my spirit, in my researching, in my researching and, and, and being very deeply involved in, in, in looking into all this, you know, over the course of the last few months, I don't feel a peace about moving forward and saying, 
2022, 2024. I feel that if we do that, that we're really capitulating because unfortunately, if they don't fix what happened before, how are we gonna have a different outcome? I, to me, there was something very nefarious that's taken place. And so I, I don't think that we can just say, oh, 2022, oh, 2024, unless there's a, a uh, deep dive and a correction that's made to the system of voting in our nation. Yes, and thank you, Trina. We are family. You're right. Sometimes I read the comments and then I get distracted. <laughs> uh, but I try to answer any questions as they're coming in. So I hope that's clear. So what I believe is, in a nutshell, is I believe in faith that God hears our prayers. I believe that the faithful, fervent prayers of a righteous man and woman avails much. So if we faithfully pray, if we believe in faith, if we stand, we pray, we fast, we contend, we intercede, and, and we petition the Lord, then I believe that we have the authority in the name of Jesus because that's who we are as the body of Christ. We have authority. I believe we could have ended the pandemic because if, if, if the churches would have opened instead of closed and we all would have got on our, on our faces before the Lord and cried out to this nation, you know, then I believe that we would have seen that, that foul assignment of hell be broken much sooner than what we've seen. But hindsight's always twenty twenty. So the, the thing that I feel like God wants us to recognize is who we are as the church, what we're capable of doing, the authority that we have and that we're able to walk in. Why do I believe that I can go to a place in anywhere and, and lay hands on the sick and that they'll be healed? Why do I believe that? Why well, I believe that in faith? Why? Because the Bible says that. And I believe it 100%. If the Bible says it, if God says it, I believe it 100%. Why? Because I've seen God move too many times. I mean, if I, you know, I've seen God move too many times. So the thing is, is that's, that's just how I believe. No one's going to change you. No one's going to influence me. People say, well, you're listening to that one. I'm really not. I'm not listening to this podcaster or that video maker. Or, I know there's a lot of people listen to a lot of videos. They send me all kinds of stuff. But really, I've actually really quieted the noise of who I'm listening to. I've really stopped listening to a lot of people because I wanted to hear a pure stream. I want to hear from the Lord. I want to hear what God's saying. What's he speaking right now? And what I believe is, is that God has shown me very clearly that the church has authority to change the situation. That if we understand who we are, identity in Christ, and what we're capable of doing by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can change this situation and other situations. So I operate this way. And, and I'm not trying to brag or make myself look cool or anything. I'm just saying I honestly trust that, um, that God is able and that he's willing. And so I believe it. And that, that's how I operate. That's who I am. You know, not only as a pastor and a minister of the gospel, but that's who I am as a Christian. I believe that God wants to, uh, you know, kind of like a Nehemiah, you know, the, the Nehemiah, uh, if you read the book of Nehemiah, you know, what they do? They built a wall, you know, they built a wall around the temple and eventually around the city, right? And it was a, it was a season of restoration. It was a season of returning back to God. You know, um, there, there was a, it was like a revival basically. And, and that, but what was the first thing they did was they built the, they built the wall. They fortified the city and God has been having me read Nehemiah. Why did President Trump have it on his heart to build a wall? I believe there was spiritual significance about that. It's kind of like in Nehemiah where there was, it was a, 
an outward um, expression of, of what was going to happen of a restoration and a return, like in the book of Nehemiah here in the United States, where we are meant to be a Nineveh and not a Sodom and Gomorrah. In other words, that we're meant to repent. We're meant to turn from our wickedness. We're meant to change course. We're meant to make a course correction and change course. And so that's what I feel is happening is, is that there's a, a righteous remnant in America that, that have awakened, that have felt, that have heard the call of the Lord, that are, that are being sensitive to the spirit. And, and that is where there's a separation of the wheat versus the chaff. Yes, there's people that have closed their churches. Yes, there's people that have capitulated. Yes, there's people that have caved. Yes, there's people that have really been weak uh, throughout this whole thing that we've been watching. But there's some that have held the line. There's some that have been strong and God has really uh, highlighted the difference between the two. So, so that, you know, it, it, it's, it's, a, it, it's interesting because it's a real test of faith um, you know, especially when you don't see it happening in the natural yet, it's like, okay, but, but our faith does not rely on president Trump coming back. I want to make that very clear. Our faith relies on what the Lord wants to do, but we know what we're meant to do. We're meant to turn from our wickedness, repent as a nation, turn back to our first love, Jesus Christ. We're meant to stand for the gospel, to stand for the truth of the word of God, to, to speak boldly, to take a stand. It's really about the church. It's not about government. It's about the church. The church is the government. The church is the head and not the tail. And all the other things, once the church is, is set in the right direction, once we course correct and we get on course in the will, the perfect will of God for this nation and who we're meant to be as the, the church, the ecclesia, then the things around the, ch the church, meaning government and all these other things, those things will then, um, you know, come into, come into play. Uh, in, in alignment because because it's the church is meant to be the uh, the head the church is meant to lead the way the church is meant to take the stand you know if you look back to like when the nation was founded the church had a much more prominent position you know even in the early days of Hollywood there the church was involved in what type of content was going out there you know the church has historically been involved in education the you know all all different areas of life why? Because the church is meant to be the head and not the tail. So that book in Nehemiah where, where they build the wall and then there's the restoration, I believe that's what God wants to do. He wants to restore. He wants us to return back to our first love, Jesus Christ. He wants us to rebuild. He wants revival. And so we've seen this historically, but sometimes there's certain times like when Noah built the ark, for instance, you know, where God requires a lot of faith. I mean, it's like, you know, build this ark. Like, what What are you talking about? Build an ark because it's going to rain and there's going to be a flood. What are you talking about, God? There's going to be a flood. Like, I don't see even a drop of rain. There isn't even a cloud in the sky that people think we're crazy. And you're telling me to build this ark? You know, what do you mean, God? Why are you telling me this? And so, you know, it's not like there's not historic precedent in the word of God from times when the Lord has asked for things that seemed impossible. And so, you know, we're believing that it's not the end. We're believing that God is not done with the United States of America. We're believing that God still has a great move, a great work that he wants to do in this nation. Now, you gotta remember too, America stands with Israel. That's important. You know, that would be a reason why God would, would sustain this land is because we stand with Israel. Uh, there's a remnant and we talk about remnant. Mario said it the other day and he's right. You know, the remnant's actually bigger than we've thought. I mean, there's a lot of people that are standing up. There's a lot of people that are holding the line. There's a lot of people that feel the way that you and I do. 
and that we're not just gonna, you know, move on and move forward when we know something very big has happened. So I think it's important to continue to hold the line and pray, not have a false hope, not have like un unrealistic expectations, but honestly believe that God is willing and able. And if he wants to restore President Trump to a second term, you don't think God can do that? Of course he could do that. God can do anything. He created this whole thing. Now, if God wants to go a different direction and maybe some, some other way, uh, you know, he uses another way or another you know, method to, to bring correction to what's happening. We don't know how God's going to do it. But I just am not willing to say, okay, time to move forward. Let's stop praying. Let's stop contending. I'm not there, guys. And, and you know, there will be a time when the Lord will say, okay, it's a new season. We're going to be praying a different way. But that time has not come for me. And so I am praying that God exposes what's been done in darkness, that I believe that God is willing and able. Um, I do believe that uh, there are things happening in the natural that are really being affected through prayer. Uh, for instance, what's happened in Arizona, what's happening in Pennsylvania, what's happening in Georgia, what's happening in some of these other states. I believe that is a result of our prayers. God is responding to the prayers of the righteous. So if we continue to pray, and we pray this through, then, you know, what's to say that God can't continue to do miracle signs and wonders and do a major act of God that people look and say, only the Lord could have done this. Well, yeah, there's a lot of times in the scripture that people look back and they're like, yeah, only God could have done it. It's an absolute miracle, you know? So, you know, people ask me like, do you follow Q? Do you follow this? No, I don't follow Q. I'm gonna be honest with you. I know some of you do. I'm not against you. You could do whatever the Lord is leading you. For me as a pastor, I don't think you'd feel right to know that your pastor is like getting, you know, his his messages from the Lord from Q. That that wouldn't be wise, right? So what do I do? I just say, look, you know what? I don't listen to this one or that one or this one or that one. What do I listen to? I listen to the Holy Spirit. And I go into the Word and I spend time in the secret place and I ask the Lord, Lord, how do you want me to pray? And do you want me to continue to stand? And do you want me? And so that way it's like, it's not about... People try to make it like it's a conspiracy or it's this. No, it's not about that. The media, the prophets of Baal, the modern day prophets of Baal, they'll try to make it like it's a conspiracy. They'll try to make us like we're crazy. Well, yeah, because they're they're doing the work of the devil. Let's just be honest. They're doing the work of the devil. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would we listen to what they have to say? Why would we care what they have to say? We already know what camp they're in. And so, so that's why people are listening to streams like this. This is, I believe, a pure stream. Ask the Lord, go to the Holy Spirit and say, can I trust this man? Can I trust what he's saying? Is it doctrinally sound what he's saying? Look at what the word of God says, you know, and, and, and ask the Holy Spirit. You know, I always tell people, put it through the smell test. The Bible says, test the spirits. Are we meant to stand? Are we meant to pray? Are we meant to believe in faith for our nation and for our future? You know, are we meant to contend? Are we meant to believe that God is willing and able? Are we meant to believe that he can do something powerful? Well, yeah, I believe he can do something powerful. I believe he wants to do something powerful. And I believe that's doctrinally sound. According to my um, schooling and, and knowledge of the word of God, and I'm not, again, I'm not trying to tout and say I'm like, you know, some scholar or, you know, I tell you, do your own research. But the thing is, is that I will tell you, I did go to Bible college and I am a pastor for, you know, 17 years. I've been in the ministry for over 20. And, you know, you can choose to believe me or not. But from what I know from the scripture, from what I've studied, and I've studied pretty extensively over the years, 
is, is that I think this is doctrinally sound and I think it's what we're meant to do. And I'm just going to be honest with you. And I think we should hold the line. I think we should contend. I think we should pray for our nation. I think we should fast. I don't think we should give up. And I don't think that we should uh, listen to the modern day prophets of Baal and all the negative Nellies that say that we have no power. We do have power. How do I know we have power? I've just been going around the country and laying hands on people and seeing the Lord heal them. So you're telling me that we don't have power? Well, no, if we're operating in the spirit and in the flow of the spirit, we do have power. There's an anointing, there's power. And so the same God that's doing those miracles is the same God that hears the prayers of the righteous and can do something for our nation. As, as he responds to the prayers of the righteous as we contend for this great nation. And we hold the line as the church, as the ecclesia. God is a God of justice and what's been done in darkness will be brought to light. These people that are trafficking these kids, these people that are doing these evil, satanic things, these people that you know have, have messed with God's church, his bride, the Bible, listen, the Bible says, touch not my anointed. You better not mess with God's church. You better not touch the church. If you touch the church, you're gonna get burned. That's the way it is. God is not gonna be mocked. God is not gonna just sit back and let people mess with his prophets and his pastors and his teachers and his evangelists and his apostles and you know his people of God. He's not gonna allow it. You know, there, there, there's an old song. Uh, it's funny, I think Johnny Cash sang it. Perfect for Nashville, right? Uh, but he said, uh, you can run on for a long time. You can run on for a long time. You can run on for a long time, but sooner or later, God's gonna cut you down. And that's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. When I came back into Nashville the other day, uh, now I just got back to Nashville, but I was just gone the other day in Iowa, and then I got back and then I went to Texas. But when I got back from Iowa and I was at a, a revival meeting out there in Iowa, and we felt the presence of the Lord. He was doing miracle signs and wonders out there. And I came back into Nashville. That's what the Lord put on my spirit is, is that that song from Johnny Cash. I was actually going to share that at the Let, Re Let Freedom Ring because I really believe the Lord put that song on my heart. And we were at the Grand Old Opry and there was a lot of connectivity there with, you know, Johnny Cash. And, you know, there was a lot of uh, uh, relevance to what I was, what I felt like the Lord was speaking. But he said, listen, you can run on for a long time. You can run on for a long time. But sooner or later, God's going to cut you down. And listen out there to the pedophiles to the Satanists, to the people out there, and, and you'll, you can mock me all you want, you can tell me I'm crazy, I'm a conspiracy guy, or play the sound bite, oh, there's Pastor Todd again. You know what, honestly, I believe this with all of my heart, you can make fun of me all you want, I'm gonna stand before the King of Kings, I'm gonna stand before the Lord of Lords. I don't care about what you think about me. I don't care if you think I'm a conspiracy theorist or whatever name that you wanna call me because I know that God is real and you can run on for a long time, but sooner or later, God is gonna cut you down. And I'm telling every single person out there that thinks that they can mess with the church, every single person out there that wants to close down the church, Every single person out there that wants to make fun of the saints, every person out there that wants to, to mock us and to mock our God, the God of heaven and earth, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you better watch out because God says, do not touch my church. Do not touch my church. 
And I wasn't expecting to get this word, but hallelujah, I believe the Lord has dropped this word right now. Maybe somebody needs to hear this that's listening to this. God said, do not touch my church. If you touch my church, you are going to get burned. Hallelujah. Those people that have tried to shut down the church with their wicked plots and their wicked schemes and all their nefarious plans, you are going to get shut down. You are the one. This is going to come back around on you. You think we are on the losing side? Well, you better look at history because we have never lost not one single time. That's who we are in Jesus Christ. We are victorious. That's who we are. This is a fixed fight. Devil, you are a liar. You are defeated and you are about to suffer another defeat and listen, people that are in the in the body of Christ, the ecclesia, that are under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that are walking by faith and not by sight, you understand right now what God has put on my heart. This is a word from the Lord. Hallelujah. I feel the Spirit. I feel the Spirit moving. God said, do not touch my church. And if you touch my church, you are going to get burned. You are going to be cut down. That's why he gave me that song. You can run on for a long time, but sooner or later, God's going to cut you down. And that's where we're getting close to right now is we're getting close to the cut down. We're getting close to the takedown. And the devil thought that he won when, when, when Jesus was in the grave, the, you know, and, and, and for what, for two and a half days or whatnot, the demons and everybody thought that they won. But guess what happened on the, oh man, on the third day, on the third day, they thought that they had won, but on the third day, he rose Hallelujah, and by his blood, by his blood, we are set free. Thank you, Jesus. And it's the same thing now, is, is that we are the winners. That's who we are. We've won every time in history. We've never lost, and we are about to win again in the biggest victory. My goodness, they don't even know. Satan has overplayed his hand. Hallelujah, do not touch the church. Do not touch the anointed of the, of the living God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence. And so I just felt, man, I didn't even know the Lord was going to release that word right now. But he has just released a powerful word. Hallelujah. I believe, and I don't say this often, but that is a thus saith the Lord. Woo! That is a thus. Be dancing in the street. I don't care what anybody says. God said he's going to move. He's going to move. I believe it. We're already seeing it happen. Miracle signs and wonders. I'm more concerned about a great awakening. I'm more concerned about souls, but I know that God is going to respond to the prayers of the righteous, and I know that what's been done in darkness is going to be brought to light. So we are winners. We are victorious. That's who we are. Walk in that authority. Walk in that victory today. You know what? If they have burned the church, they've come after the church, they touched the church, they are going down, ladies and gentlemen. They are going down. God will not be mocked. God will not be mocked. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that word. Wow. All right, guys. Well, listen, I didn't expect that, but you know, we never know what God is going to do. And he just did something powerful in this live stream. He met us. Hallelujah. Glory to the King of Kings. Glory to the King of Kings. He's holy. He's worthy of praise. He's worthy of honor. He's worthy of glory. His name is Jesus, Yeshua. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Just walk in that victory today. Walk in that victory knowing who you are. The devil is a liar. It's a fixed fight. We win.
We win. Hallelujah. We win. Be encouraged. God bless you guys. Appreciate you. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon.